0: Section eight of the Baltimore Catechism, number two. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Michelle. Baltimore Catechism, number two, lessons thirty-one through thirty-seven. Lesson thirty-first: the first commandment on the honor and invocation of saints 331 question does the first commandment forbid the honoring of the saints answer the first commandment does not forbid the honoring of the saints but rather approves of it because by honoring the saints who are the chosen friends of god we honor god himself 332 question does the first commandment forbid us to pray to the saints answer The first commandment does not forbid us to pray to the saints. 333 Question. What do we mean by praying to the saints? Answer. By praying to the saints we mean the asking of their help in prayers. 334 Question. How do we know that the saints hear us? Answer. We know that the saints hear us because they are with God, who makes our prayers known to them. 335 Question. Why do we believe that the saints will help us? Answer. We believe that the saints will help us because both they and we are members of the same church, and they love us as their brethren. 336. Question. How are the saints and we members of the same church? Answer. The saints and we are members of the same church because the church in heaven and the church on earth are one in the same church, and all its members are in communion with one another. 337. Question. WHAT IS THE COMMUNION OF THE MEMBERS OF THE CHURCH CALLED? ANSWER. THE COMMUNION OF THE MEMBERS OF THE CHURCH IS CALLED THE COMMUNION OF SAINTS. 338. QUESTION. WHAT DOES THE COMMUNION OF SAINTS MEAN? ANSWER. THE COMMUNION OF SAINTS MEANS THE UNION WHICH EXISTS BETWEEN THE MEMBERS OF THE CHURCH ON EARTH WITH ONE ANOTHER, AND WITH THE BLESSED IN HEAVEN, AND WITH THE SUFFERING SOULS IN purgatory. 339. QUESTION. WHAT BENEFITS ARE DERIVED FROM THE COMMUNION OF SAINTS? answer the following benefits are derived from the communion of saints the faithful on earth assist one another by their prayers and good works and they are aided by the intercession of the saints in heaven while both the saints in heaven and the faithful on earth help the souls in purgatory 340 question does the first commandment forbid us to honor relics answer the first commandment does not forbid us to honor relics because relics are the bodies of the saints or objects directly connected with them, or with our Lord. 341. Question. Does the first commandment forbid the making of images? Answer. The first commandment does forbid the making of images if they are made to be adored as gods. But it does not forbid the making of them to put us in mind of Jesus Christ, His Blessed Mother, and the saints. 342. Question. Is it right to show respect to the pictures and images of Christ and His saints? Answer. It is right to show respect to the pictures and images of Christ and His saints, because they are the representations and memorials of them. 343. Three. Question. Is it allowed to pray to the crucifix or to the images and relics of saints? Answer. It is not allowed to pray to the crucifix or images and relics of the saints, for they have no life, no power to help us, nor sense to hear us. 344. Four. Question. Question. Why do we pray before the crucifix and the images and relics of the saints? Answer. We pray before the crucifix and images and relics of the saints because they enliven our devotion by exciting pious affections and desires and by reminding us of Christ and of the saints that we may imitate their virtues. Lesson 32nd. From the 2nd to the 4th Commandment. 345. Question. What is the 2nd commandment? Answer. The 2nd commandment is... Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain 346 question what are we commanded by the second commandment answer we are commanded by the second commandment to speak with reverence of god and of the saints and of all holy things and to keep our lawful oaths and vows 347 question what is an oath answer an oath is a calling upon god to witness the truth of what we say 348 question WHEN MAY WE TAKE AN OATH? ANSWER. WE MAY TAKE AN OATH WHEN IT IS ORDERED BY LAWFUL AUTHORITY OR REQUIRED FOR GOD'S HONOR OR FOR OUR OWN OR OUR NEIGHBOR'S GOOD. 349. QUESTION. WHAT IS NECESSARY TO MAKE AN OATH LAWFUL? ANSWER. TO MAKE AN OATH LAWFUL, IT IS NECESSARY THAT WHAT WE SWEAR TO BE TRUE AND THAT THERE BE A SUFFICIENT CAUSE FOR THE TAKING OF AN OATH. 350. QUESTION. WHAT IS A VOW? A vow is a deliberate promise made to God to do something that is pleasing to Him. 351. Question. Is it a sin not to fulfill our vows? Answer. Not to fulfill our vows is a sin, mortal or venial, according to the nature of the vow and the intention we had in making it. 352. Question. What is forbidden by the second commandment? Answer. The second commandment, forbids all false, rash, unjust, and unnecessary oaths, blasphemy, cursing, and profane words. 353. Question. What is the Third Commandment? Answer. The Third Commandment is Remember thou, keep holy the Sabbath day. 354. Question. What are we commanded by the Third Commandment? Answer. By the Third Commandment, we are commanded to keep holy the Lord's Day and the Holy Days of Obligation, on which we are to give our time to the service and worship of God. 355 five. Question. How are we to worship God on Sundays and Holy Days of Obligation? Answer. We are to worship God on Sundays and Holy Days of Obligation by hearing Mass, by prayer, and by other good works. 356 Question. Are the Sabbath day and the Sunday the same? Answer. The Sabbath day and the Sunday are not the same. The Sabbath is the seventh day of the week, and is the day which was kept holy in the Old Law. The Sunday is the first day of the week, and is the day which is kept holy in the New Law. 357. Question. Why does the Church command us to keep the Sunday holy instead of the Sabbath? Answer. The Church commands us to keep the Sunday holy instead of the Sabbath, because on Sunday Christ rose from the dead, and on Sunday He sent the Holy Ghost upon the apostles. 358. What is forbidden by the Third Commandment? Answer. The Third Commandment forbids all unnecessary servile work, and whatever else may hinder the due observance of the Lord's Day. 359. Question. What are servile works? Answer. Servile works are those which require labor rather of body than of mind. 360. Question. Are servile works on Sunday ever lawful? Answer. Servile works are lawful on Sunday when the honor of God, the good of our neighbor, or necessity requires them. Lesson thirty third From the 4th to the 7th Commandment. 361. Question. What is the 4th Commandment? Answer. The fourth commandment is, Honor thy father and thy mother. 362. Question. What are we commanded by the fourth commandment? Answer. We are commanded by the fourth commandment to honor, love, and obey our parents at all that is not sin. 363. Question. Are we bound to honor and obey others than our parents? Answer. We are also bound to honor and obey our bishops, pastors, magistrates, teachers, and other lawful superiors. 364. Question. Have parents and superiors any duties towards those who are under their charge? Answer. It is the duty of parents and superiors to take good care of all under their charge and give them proper direction and example. 365. Question. What is forbidden by the fourth commandment? Answer. The fourth commandment forbids all disobedience, contempt, and stubbornness towards our parents or lawful superiors. 366. Question. What is the fifth commandment? Answer. The fifth commandment is, Thou shalt not kill. 367. Question. What are we commanded by the fifth commandment? Answer. We are commanded by the fifth commandment to live in peace and union with our neighbor, to respect his rights, to seek his spiritual and bodily welfare, and to take proper care of our own life and health. 368. Question. WHAT IS FORBIDDEN BY THE FIFTH COMMANDMENT? ANSWER, THE FIFTH COMMANDMENT FORBIDS ALL WILLFUL MURDER, FIGHTING, ANGER, HATRED, REVENGE, AND BAD EXAMPLE. 369, QUESTION, WHAT IS THE SIXTH COMMANDMENT? ANSWER, THE SIXTH COMMANDMENT IS, THOU SHALT NOT COMMIT ADULTERY. 370, QUESTION, WHAT ARE WE COMMANDED BY THE SIXTH COMMANDMENT? ANSWER, WE ARE COMMANDED BY THE SIXTH COMMANDMENT, to be pure in thought and modest in all our looks, words, and actions. Three seven one. Question. What is forbidden by the Sixth Commandment? Answer. The Sixth Commandment forbids all unchaste freedom with another's wife or husband, also all immodesty in ourselves or others, in looks, dress, words, or actions. 3.7.2 Question. Does the Sixth Commandment forbid the reading of bad and immodest books and newspapers? Answer. THE SIXTH COMMANDMENT DOES FORBID THE READING OF BAD AND IMMODEST BOOKS AND NEWSPAPERS. LESSON thirty-fourth, FROM THE SEVENTH TO THE END OF THE TENTH COMMANDMENT 373. QUESTION. WHAT IS THE SEVENTH COMMANDMENT? ANSWER. THE SEVENTH COMMANDMENT IS, THOU SHALT NOT STEAL. 374. QUESTION. WHAT ARE WE COMMANDED BY THE SEVENTH COMMANDMENT? ANSWER by the seventh commandment we are commanded to give to all men what belongs to them and to respect their property 375 question what is forbidden by the seventh commandment answer the seventh commandment forbids all unjust taking or keeping what belongs to another 376 question are we bound to restore ill-gotten goods answer we are bound to restore ill-gotten goods or the value of them as far as we are able otherwise we cannot be forgiven 377. Question. Are we obliged to repair the damage we have unjustly caused? Answer. We are bound to repair the damage we have unjustly caused. 378. What is the Eighth Commandment? Answer. The Eighth Commandment is, Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. 379. Question. What are we commanded by the Eighth Commandment? Answer. We are commanded by the Eighth Commandment to speak the truth in all things, and to be careful of the honor and reputation of every one. 380. Question. What is forbidden by the Eighth Commandment? Answer. The Eighth Commandment forbids all rash judgments, backbiting, slanders, and lies. 381. Question. What must they do who have lied about their neighbor and seriously injured his character? Answer. They who have lied about their neighbor and seriously injured his character must repay the injury done as far as they are able, otherwise they will not be forgiven. 382. Question. What is the Ninth Commandment? Answer. The Ninth Commandment is, Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife. 383. Question. What are we commanded by the Ninth Commandment? Answer. We are commanded by the Ninth Commandment to keep ourselves pure in thought and desire. 384. Question. What is forbidden by the Ninth Commandment? Answer. The Ninth Commandment forbids unchaste thoughts, desires of another's wife or husband, and all other unlawful, impure thoughts and desires. 385. Question. Are impure thoughts and desires always sins? Answer. Impure thoughts and desires are always sins unless they displease us and we try to banish them. 386. What is the Tenth Commandment? Answer. The Tenth Commandment is, Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's goods. 387. Question. What are we commanded by the Tenth Commandment? Answer. By the Tenth Commandment we are commanded to be content with what we have, and to rejoice in our neighbor's welfare. 388. Question. What is forbidden by the Tenth Commandment? Answer. The Tenth Commandment forbids all desires to take or keep wrongfully what belongs to another. Lesson 35th on the First and Second Commandments of the Church 389 Question. Which are the chief commandments of the Church? Answer. The chief commandments of the Church are six. 1. To hear Mass on Sundays and Holy Days of Obligation. 2. To fast and abstain on the days appointed. 3. To confess at least once a year. 4. To receive the Holy Eucharist during the Easter time. 5 to contribute to the support of our pastors. 6. Not to marry persons who are not Catholics, or who are related to us within the third degree of kindred, nor privately without witnesses, nor to solemnize marriage at forbidden times. 390. Question. Is it a mortal sin not to hear Mass on a Sunday or a Holy Day of Obligation? Answer. It is a mortal sin not to hear Mass on a Sunday or a Holy Day of Obligation unless we are excused for a serious reason. They also commit a mortal sin, who, having others under their charge, hinder them from hearing Mass, without a sufficient reason. 391. Question. Why were Holy Days instituted by the Church? Answer. Holy Days were instituted by the Church to recall to our minds the great mysteries of religion and the virtues and rewards of the saints. 392. Question. How should we keep the Holy Days of obligation? Answer. We should keep the Holy Days of Obligation as we should keep the Sunday. 393. Question. What do you mean by fast days? Answer. By fast days, I mean days on which we are allowed but one full meal. 394. Question. What do you mean by days of abstinence? Answer. By days of abstinence, I mean days on which we are forbidden to eat flesh meat, but are allowed the usual number of meals. 395. Question. Question. Why does the church command us to fast and abstain? Answer. The church commands us to fast and abstain in order that we may mortify our passions and satisfy for our sins. 396. Question. Why does the church command us to abstain from flesh meat on Fridays? Answer. The church commands us to abstain from flesh meat on Fridays in honor of the day on which our Savior died. Lesson 36 on the 3rd, 4th, fifth and sixth commandments of the church. 397. Question. What is meant by the command of confessing at least once a year? Answer. By the command of confessing at least once a year, it is meant that we are obliged, under pain of mortal sin, to go to confession within the year. 398. Question. Should we confess only once a year? Answer. We should confess frequently if we wish to lead a good life. 399. Question. Should children go to confession? Answer. Children should go to confession when they are old enough to commit sin, which is commonly about the age of seven years. 400. Question. What sin does he commit who neglects to receive communion during the Easter time? Answer. He who neglects to receive communion during the Easter time commits immortal sin. 401. Question. What is the Easter time? Answer. The Easter time is, in this country, the time between the first Sunday of Lent and Trinity Sunday. 402. Question. Are we obliged to contribute to the support of our pastors? Answer. We are obliged to contribute to the support of our pastors and to bear our share of the expenses of the church and school. 403. Question. What is the meaning of the commandment not to marry within the third degree of kindred? Answer. The meaning of the commandment not to marry within the third degree of kindred is that no one is allowed to marry another within the third degree of blood relationship. 404. Question. What is the meaning of the command not to marry privately? Answer. The command not to marry privately means that no one should marry without the blessing of God's priests or without witnesses. 405. Question. What is the meaning of the precept not to solemnize marriage at forbidden times? Answer. The meaning of the precept not to solemnize marriage at forbidden times is that during Lent and Advent the marriage ceremony should not be performed with pomp or a nuptial Mass. 406. Question. What is a nuptial Mass? Answer. A nuptial Mass is a Mass appointed by the Church to invoke a special blessing upon the married couple. 407. Question. Should Catholics be married at a nuptial Mass? Answer. Catholics should be married at a nuptial mass because they thereby show greater reverence for the Holy Sacrament and bring richer blessings upon their wedded life. Lesson thirty seventh On the Last Judgment And the Resurrection, Hell, Purgatory, and Heaven 408. Question. When will Christ judge us? Answer. Christ will judge us immediately after our death and on the last day. 409. Question. Question. What is the judgment called which we have to undergo immediately after death? Answer: The judgment we have to undergo immediately after death is called the particular judgment. 410 Question: What is the judgment called which all men have to undergo on the last day? Answer: The judgment which all men have to undergo on the last day is called the general judgment. 411 Question: Why does Christ judge men immediately after death? Answer: CHRIST JUDGES MEN IMMEDIATELY AFTER DEATH TO REWARD OR PUNISH THEM ACCORDING TO THEIR DEEDS. 412. QUESTION. WHAT ARE THE REWARDS OR PUNISHMENTS APPOINTED FOR MEN'S SOULS AFTER THE PARTICULAR JUDGMENT? ANSWER. THE REWARDS OR PUNISHMENTS APPOINTED FOR MEN'S SOULS AFTER THE PARTICULAR JUDGMENT ARE HEAVEN, PURGATORY, AND HELL. 413. QUESTION. WHAT IS HELL? ANSWER. HELL IS A STATE TO WHICH THE WICKED ARE CONDEMNED and in which they are deprived of the sight of God for all eternity, and are in dreadful torments. 414. Question. What is purgatory? Answer. Purgatory is a state in which those suffer for a time who die guilty of venial sins, or without having satisfied for the punishment due to their sins. 415. Question. Can the faithful on earth help the souls in purgatory? Answer. The faithful on earth can help the souls in purgatory by their prayers, fasts, alms, deeds, by indulgences, and by having masses said for them. 416. Question. If everyone is judged immediately after death, what need is there of a general judgment? Answer. There is need of a general judgment, though everyone is judged immediately after death, that the providence of God, which on earth often permits the good to suffer and the wicked to prosper, May in the end appear just before all men. 417. Question. Will our bodies share in the reward or punishment of our souls? Answer. Our bodies will share in the reward or punishment of our souls, because through the resurrection they will again be united to them. 418. Question. In what state will the bodies of the just rise? Answer. The bodies of the just will rise glorious and immortal. 419. Question. Question. Will the bodies of the damned also rise? Answer. The bodies of the damned will also rise, but they will be condemned to eternal punishment. 420. Question. What is heaven? Answer. Heaven is the state of everlasting life in which we see God face to face, are made like unto him in glory, and enjoy eternal happiness. 421. Question. What words should we bear always in mind? Answer we should bear always in mind these words of our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. What doth it profit a man if he gain the whole world and suffer the loss of his own soul? Or what exchange shall a man give for his soul? For the Son of Man shall come in the glory of his Father with his angels, and then he will render to every man according to his works. End of Section 8